Welcome to the resource room. I'm Amanda, the blogger and TPTer behind the Primary Gal. As a special education teacher, you are always supporting others, students, parents, general education teachers. But who is supporting you? That's where this podcast comes in. It's my mission to give you the help and support that you need. I'll be sharing my tips, tricks, research-based strategies, and professional development. I'm here to help you grow and learn as a resource room teacher. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Resource Room Podcast, where today we are finishing our series all about stopping the special education teacher stress. As you know, I'm kind of looking at all the things that special ed teachers have told me stress them out and offering all of my witty, sassy, smart-assy things to say about it. I promise it's better than it sounds, okay? So today we're going to talk about centers in the resource room. And if you've been on my email list for a long time, you might have heard this in an email, but I'm going to say it again because some of us need to hear it. When I started having teachers email me saying, you know, remember this all started because I sent an email saying, what stresses you out? And people replied. And when people were replying back, sinners, sinners, running sinners in my resource room, sinners, sinners, sinners. I'm like, y'all are crazy. Why on earth are you doing sinners in your resource room? Our kids can't work independently. No wonder you're pulling your hair out. What in the heck? So I wrote an email and I said, I like, guys, I am genuinely asking this. I'm not criticizing. I genuinely want to know why, why do you even think that's a good idea? Our kids struggle to do stations or centers or whatever you might call it at your school. They struggle to do that in the gen ed classroom. Because they struggle to work independently, they struggle with confidence, they struggle with focus and all of those little fine details that come into working alone. So while yes, I agree we should be working on those things, that's definitely an important skill, I argued or kind of gave permission in my email to be like, stations in the resource room are stupid. It makes no sense. Is that the best use of the 30 minute time block or maybe you have longer or shorter Is that the best use of the 30 minutes of instruction that you could potentially offer to that student? So again, in my email, I said, I'm not criticizing. I'm genuinely asking, why are you doing centers in the resource room? I don't feel like that's a good use of time. Share your thoughts. And I learned a lot. And all of our districts, things are different everywhere. Yes, we all teach special education. Yes, we might all be in a resource room, but it's not the same for everyone. So what I learned, and again, I I love to learn. I love to hear what other people are saying because I don't know what it's like in your district. So what I heard from a lot of people is we are doing stations or centers because we have to use that 30 minutes and that's all we get. So you might have all of your fourth graders or all of your third graders, which could be 20 students or 15 students. You have all of them for 30 minutes. 
you don't get to say, hey, I'm gonna pull half of the third graders for a higher group and half of them for a lower group. You don't get that luxury. And I'm sorry for you for that because that is unfortunate for your students. I'm grateful that my district does not have those requirements or at least my school, maybe other schools um, with different principals have different requirements. But for me, I have the luxury of saying, hey, this student and this student, yeah, you're both in this particular homeroom class, but y'all don't work together in a group. You're not at the same level. You need different things and pull them at different times. Obviously, I don't want to take them from reading or math or their core times, but I can still pull them at various times. I try to group my students strategically by homeroom. So then really, it's just like my move-in students that sometimes throw a kink in that or students who don't get along well, that kind of thing. But overall, I can pull my students that way. And it was hard for me to kind of wrap my mind around why other people might need stations or centers in their resource room. Another reason that some people needed them was, yes, you could kind of differentiate or you could have different groups in your room, but you had them for such a long period of time that you needed to occupy more than just that time where they are face-to-face with you. So you were looking for other ways to kind of supplement, okay, yeah, we're working on beginning blends in our group. How can we practice beginning blends in centers? So again, you know, I'm like, why in the heck would people be doing this? But as I read those responses, I'm like, they're right. And there is nothing out there that is really designed for students in a resource room who struggle to work independently. So I talked to, um, as you guys probably have heard me refer and heard me talk about, I have lots of different teachers, a lot of them special education, a lot of them just gen ed teachers who have maybe taught kindergarten, first grade, second grade, a specific grade that I rely on them for help with. But I talked to them and I'm like, guys, these teachers are struggling and it's legit. How can we help? Oh, I forgot another one. Some teachers were required to provide stations, like if their child, if their student was below grade level and they knew grade level work would be hard for them, well, you know what, you still have to do stations. So they were either required or willingly providing material for those students to work on. So I talked to my team of teachers who helped me and said, guys, this is a real legit problem. It's not one that I at that moment had, but we have to help people. Like we got to do this because they are stressed to the max about centers. They are spending hours and hours printing, prepping, laminating things, and then their kids can't even do it. That's, that would be frustrating, incredibly frustrating. So what I have for you guys today in the show notes is a small sample of what I am calling our independent centers for the resource room. Because whether you're physically using them in the resource room or you are sharing them with gen ed teachers or you know providing that to the teacher, here's what they're going to do in the word workstation. Here's what they can do in the writing station. Here's what they can do in the reading comprehension station, that kind of thing. I'm sharing with you 10 stations or 10 centers that you can use with your students. Depending on if you use my reading intervention or not, you might be all in or like, oh, this doesn't really work for me. If you use it, I think you'll love it. 
but I would love for you to download those and give me some feedback. I mean like the real, raw, honest feedback. Remember, I thought people were crazy for doing sinners, but as I learned, as I listened, I was like, you guys are right. This is a real problem. I can help. I have a team of special ed teachers or primary teachers who can help me create some things that will work. So I have a little proposal. I have a little offer for you and I just want your feedback for that so that you can give me an idea of, is this something that your students could do independently? We also tried to make them fairly short and sweet. And honestly, we did that for a couple of reasons. First off, some of our kids never finish anything and they never feel success. And we wanted these stations to be simple and easy, really, really something that that they could complete with success. A lot of our students struggle to read. We all know that that's not a secret. So let's say we're working on beginning blends or, or whatever it may be. I would love for them to read those beginning blends, but I'm also totally fine if they're circling with a green marker or a green highlighter or a green colored pencil, FL and seeing the FL belong together or go together. BL, GL, maybe we're working on R blends, whatever it is that you're covering that week. If you can read the word, fabulous, I'm happy with that. But I'm also fine with you being exposed to GR is an R blend, ST is an S blend, those kinds of things. I'm good with that. And that's something that our students could complete successfully without being required to read. So we've really, really thought about these, but now it's time for your feedback. So in the show notes, I'm going to share a link to that. It will email them to you. And then from there, and the reason I, I almost just linked it, I almost just said, here's the PDF, download it. But I want it to be through email so you can hit reply. So that you can tell me, and again, be honest. What kinds of things do you wish were there? What stations do you think your kids are just gonna love? What is there? How can we make it better? How can we expand on that? All of those things. This is not a finished product. It's not done. The published stamp is not ready for it yet, but it's getting close. And so as we're talking about stopping the teacher stress, I really think that this could solve a lot of those problems. I think it would be great in the gen ed room for them working independently for an IA that it's like, man, the kid could really use some extra support, but maybe the IA isn't comfortable with whatever task you might be giving them. Or maybe you're buying things on TBT all the time, which is what I'm usually doing for my IAs. I'm buying some random things that go with beginning blends so they can support what I'm doing. Or I'm buying things on TPT that work on Val Team so they could support what I'm doing. And hopefully this would really align perfectly and, and go along with the series. So I want your feedback. I want your thoughts. Feel free once you download that to hit reply and let me know. Amanda, I love it. Amanda, I hate it. Amanda, I love it, but dot, 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 fill it in. That's okay. I have tough skin. I have broad shoulders. I can handle it. Okay. So let me know 
what your thoughts are so that we can really make this something that you who are using centers or stations in your resource room, that you would be able to put it to good use. So I'll stop rambling now, my friends, and I'll see you next week with a brand new series. Well, my friends, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Resource Room Podcast. I truly, truly love to help and support other special ed teachers. Because of that, I run a Facebook group just for us. Search the Resource Room and request to join. You can also check out my website, theprimarygal.com, for blog posts, pictures, and more information. Until next time, have a great week.